Warning. DC on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Warlock, an expert of the occult and the master of exorcism. You people become a team. Hey, cuz. It's good to see you. This looks like a job for the both of us. Absolutely. Heroes. Legends. You have failed this city. Welcome, you are listening to the brand new season 4 premiere episode of DC on CW Supergirl Edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app. That is available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Just search Rain Man Digital. You can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. Once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. And uh, we're now live on Twitch. Right now. So that's pretty hey. neat. Right now, this is the first Supergirl episode on Twitch. Um, obviously, if you're tuning into that, you can see that here in the studio, it's me, myself, Lauren, and uh, Nicole is back with us. What's up? And Bob. Oh, what's as up? As usual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, today we're going to be breaking down and discussing Supergirl Season 4, Episode 1, American Alien which is also the title of a really good Superman series that came out like a couple years ago. You should read it. But anyway, (laughs) the uh, anti-alien movement starts as aliens are targeted in hate crimes. So before we dive on into that, um, let's talk about some other stuff. This is this is the what is it the third or the second premiere for the CW like DC Arrowverse shows? Yeah, Supergirl was the second. Flash was on last week. Uh, Supergirl and Arrow started this week, and then Legends will be next week. Arrow was the one I didn't know when it started. Yeah, um, that was Monday. So we've got some news. Um, we've got some news about the yearly crossover now. Um, we have got a look at Ruby Rose as Batwoman, and we got the like a full view of the costume, which actually looks pretty damn great. I dig it. I'm excited for this. I thought it was fake. <laughs> like you know how it is with the internet these days. You start questioning everything as soon as it's posted. Like I vet sources before I post anything to our social media because I don't want to be that guy that posts something and then like people are like, "You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This isn't real." <laughs> you have no idea. Um. So I gotta say, uh, I went to go look at this photo again. Because, holy crap, it's great and I want to stare at it. But also, first article that I see is Ruby Rose's Batwoman costume wins Twitter even after casting controversy. Because some people were like, "Mm, like, do we want to? Like, does she really? Can she act though? Like, I don't really know. A lot of people were kind of questioning it and iffy on it. But she managed to win 
the trust after they showed the costume, which like that's not even her. That's just the costume department. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an art photo. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you think the controversy's over? Probably not. It never is. But <laughs> I like it. It's never really over. It's never over. Let's be real. Um, I freaking dig it though. I love it. I can't wait to see it like on the screen. And I personally think she'll do fine as the character itself. Like her acting will be fine. So let me ask you guys this. Do you think the hair is part of the cowl or is she going to have red hair? Oh God, she better she has to have, have red, red hair. hair. Yeah. She better have red hair. Is that, you know, that's what I was, you know, you look at the actress and then you look at what, you know, the character looks like. And so we know we're getting a wig one way or the other if mm. they're going to do the red hair. And I always question it because you go back to like Oliver's wig, which looked like a dead animal on his head. <laughs> you know, the wig department <laughs> hasn't been the strongest on CW. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All I got to say is it better not be attached to the because she doesn't generally she has like a mask and not like a full cowl. Yeah. So um, she better not have a full cowl with some like my little pony ass bullshit on the top of her head. <laughs> I'm dead serious right now. Like that better not happen. Um, I would not be okay with that at all. Cause Batwoman, like Kate Kane has red hair mm-hmm. and whether you choose to do that as um, like ruby red like that pun intended um or like tone it down and make her more of a just a redhead i don't care but if you're if you're putting red hair on that costume she better have red hair all the time because that's what she looks like Mm -hmm. she's very pale and has red hair that's the thing (laughs) those are the requirements them's the rules and if you're only doing it for like a couple episodes you better be pulling out all those stops and you better be like doing it right. So just fucking have her have red hair the whole time. Just, just have her do it. It's that simple. It really is. I promise. So. But costume wise, both of you guys are good with it. Yeah. The costume totally. looks great. Yeah. I love it. Is I it, love the detail on the cape. Okay. Yeah. So. Bleeding down into a red. Yes. So awesome. If you were to rank the costumes, is it up there in the top as far as, you know, what you like to see, and then let's go with, like, accuracy versus, you know, source material. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so it's definitely up in the top. Um, at first, I was a little iffy about the fact that it's clearly all, like, more of, like, a, I don't know, like, a stretchy, like, knit cloth rather than, like, a pleather or something like that. But, like, screw that. So we're going with, like, the Ben Affleck, Batflick costume. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm that's that's fine. Um, I think they, you can't be quiet in pleather. <laughs> it's all weak, 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 You can't same you can't, with vinyl. <laughs> I know firsthand. <laughs> yeah, you cannot be the knight while you're squeaking around. <laughs> you just can't. Like that's not that doesn't work. No. <laughs> um. So I think it was the right move. They they did more pleathery, like um, almost polyurethane looking like um, accents. You can see where the gauntlets come off a little bit on like one of them, um, but they're they're well constructed. They look nice. Um, the belt looks cool. I kind of this is just a preference thing. I don't like the panel 
that starts up under the boobs and and is like the center panel of the entire bodysuit. I just don't like it. That's the only part that looks slightly weird, but... That's her sneaking up on you in leather. Oh, I was like... Oh, I'm like... Well, no, I thought you were like opening a bag of snacks. <laughs> I'm not Ryan. <laughs> I have to blindly go into sound effects sometimes that I was just like... It didn't work. All right. <laughs> Starting off the season strong. Yeah. Sweet. I was just hoping for like the, the, the squeaky leather sound. And it's this dude just rubbing himself in leather. It's really weird. Is that it is a video? Mm-hmm. So YouTube. That's where I get it. Most of our sound effects. <laughs> just, just rubbing himself. In, all right. Yeah. Back to this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Nicole, um, as someone who has spent much time wearing costumes as well yeah. I, and like helping design them and whatever, like how do you feel about the visual of that panel i it looks weird um that's the only part of the costume that i'm kind of about it's it looks like i don't even know how to describe it but yeah the shape is a little strange yeah strange to me so that being said, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I feel like I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to nitpick it because this nah. is clearly an edited photo yeah. with lots mm-hmm. of contrast and stuff like that. So you can see the details of the suit. And I'm pretty sure on screen, on camera, we're, we're not probably, really going to notice it. Yeah, we're probably not going to notice it like, really at all. It. It's going to be whatever. And uh, if that is the biggest nitpick that I have with this, I'm good. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> did a good job, right? Yeah. If I'm like, hmm, that center panel isn't my favorite. That's we're fine. <laughs> like that's <laughs> we're good. They did a great job. I love the cape. I agree with you, Nicole. Um, I think just the the detail of that and the choice of fabric, the the slow like gradient down into kind of a I like the reds that they used are good even, and like that goes down yeah. into kind of like a blood red and. It's it's good. It looks yeah. nice. I really like it. So getting into the crossover, we found out that it was only three shows that they're they're le- leaving Legends out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost feel bad for Legends because for me, Legends is the kind of the little brother that nobody really cares about, but yeah. it, the people that watch it are really like loyal to it because it's a fun show. And this is their opportunity to shine. You know, they were part, like, for me, one of the favorite parts last year. Yeah, for the crossover? Yeah. And and leaving them out and then throwing that title of Elseworlds out there. You know, when we originally did this on The Flash, we didn't know. And now it looks like we get some swapping going on as we saw a, a real poster come out with Stephen Amell dressed like Barry Allen and uh, Grant Gustin dressed like the Arrow. Yeah. So... Do you think that this Elseworlds story is a one-time thing for Batwoman, knowing what Elseworlds means to comic fans? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be, right? It's a, I mean, it's, it's a big character to bring out, not to have around, but the Elseworlds thing has scared me since they've announced it. Yeah, I mean, the Elseworlds thing is is a concern for me in in particular ways but also a huge blessing in a lot of ways because they can do whatever they it's want freedom. and it's yeah it's mm-hmm. in its own little canon away from their normal world and what they're normally doing so i mean does that 
does that scare me that like they're going to introduce a really cool character and we're going to be stoked and it's going to be great and she's going to do a great job and like the costume's going to look awesome and she's going to kick ass and then we're never going to see her again. Yeah, that is a fear. <laughs> um, but it also means that they can pour everything into it. So I'm I'm trying to trying to stay positive about that um, and not focus so much on the fact that Elseworlds means you know it's not real in its own thing. Yeah, yeah its own I mean, canon. but at the same time, Red Sun is an Elseworlds comic, and we're seeing it, and we're seeing Red Sun and Supergirl. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, Before we go to break, how excited are you guys for this character to come and this crossover? I'm excited for any Bat character to be involved. She is the most removed from Batman um, as far as like operating independently. And uh, so that that gives them a lot of freedom to really delve into her character. Um, I'm excited to see anything anything potentially Gotham and any Bat Family stuff. I'm really, really excited. Um, Other than like, other than the Batwoman aspect of it, I'm excited to see how they're going to handle the Elseworlds stuff with Barry and Oliver and them switching. And and I want to see them in their different roles. Pretty much same. Like, yeah, I don't know how how to add to that. (laughs) So yes, anything Bat Family, I'm just super excited for. I, I the the Barry Allen Steve or, you know uh Oliver Queen switch is what intrigues me or you know is Oliver going to get struck by lightning and Barry mm-hmm. sent to like how are they going to explain it cuz we've already seen Freaky Friday so they can't pull that shit yeah they can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Please> don't <laughs> um but I'm excited to see how it's going to challenge the actors cuz it's like two vastly different characters and they're switching roles, so... They had to get a smaller suit for Barry. Oh, definitely. <laughs> All right, well, with that, let's get into a quick break here, and when we come back, we will jump into this episode. I said I would try. Do or do not. There is no try. DC on CW. We'll be right back. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. You think rich, rich people like to whip it. High powerful men like to just whip their penis well, see, here's because what they're so fucking proud of it. Well, here's what I'm saying. like an argument settler that all of a sudden when you can't, you can't find a uh, common ground debate, you resort to the penis whipping out? Not is, nec- that, is that how it works? Not necessarily. Because Asians are going to die at every oh, single debate. Wow. I'm telling you right now. A literal dick-waving contest? Yeah, yes, no, Asians will no be. no contest. Yeah. Put to the spear. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. This You're is right, an interesting one. You're right. How are you just openly admitting? Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, we are. That's why we never win debates. Or wars. Has there been an Asian man yet in Hollywood that's whipped his penis out? Did John Woo ever do it? <laughs> Maybe he did, but no one knew. <laughs> it's not It's not worth writing home about. <laughs> like, how come I never get in trouble? I whip my dick out all the time. Nobody can tell, John Woo. <laughs> Is your you, penis out right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these aren't tan-colored khakis. We need an IMAX camera stat. Oh, 72 man. millimeter. <laughs> the largest that penis will ever be. 
Get a telephoto lens on that thing, please. <laughs> IMAX 3D. For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, DEAL30, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30. Because without it, no free stuff. That's DEAL30 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. All right, we are back. Let's talk Supergirl Season 4, Episode 1, American Alien. Uh, it was directed by Jesse Warren. Robert Rofner and Jessica Queller wrote the story, but the teleplay was by Gabriel Yanis and Adrita Mukherjee. I don't. I don't recognize that second name at all. So that's a new human for the show. That's it's, Andrew. That's it's a, made up. It's Andrew Kreisberg's pseudonym. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. It's his pen name now. <laughs> oh, I just hit my head on the mic. Brilliant. There you go. Welcome back to season four. <laughs> Let's been, do it. And I've been here all summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move um, that mic. So first thing I want to talk about is... Kara, and uh, it seems like this is a new, a new Kara from last season. Especially the difference between how last season started and how this one's starting. She's upbeat. She's positive. She's doing it all. She l- literally is is balancing everything. Um, she says it's for the first time in her life. She's got everything under control. The world seems okay. She's saving people. She's well met with you know she's she's well received by people in the world all over superhero montage she's balancing that and her you know reporting she's she's successful she's fine she's doing okay she's not moping about monel everything is all right um and that's kind of a nice change of pace we saw so much of kara being kind of broken and and beaten down last season um and watching her pull herself out of it was great but the the payoff of this. This is the Supergirl we knew was in there. This is the Supergirl we met to begin with, you know, who wouldn't let anything stand in her way. And it's really refreshing to see her back. I I can't agree more. Yeah, it's much better. Because I think that you, you're right. I kind of put last season's beginning out of my mind <laughs> until you just reminded me i'm like oh shit she was she was ruined shitty last season premiere <laughs> i completely forgot about that yeah and uh yeah it was definitely a a brush a little breath of fresh air words are hard on the radio <laughs> yes they are words are hard on radio of course of course um okay so um we have had talk this whole like off season, the whole like I think even the end of last season was when we first heard. Really? I think it was 
over the summer. It, it was? was after the season ended. Yeah, for it sure. It all runs together. Um, yeah. but we've got our first transgender superhero and first transgender, to my knowledge, actor at all. Um, on this show, you know, in the superhero universe, um, Nicole Maines, who I did not know was in Royal Pains, which I'm not like I ever watched it anyway, but like, hey, that's a show name that I recognize as existing and being a thing <laughs> it's on like the USA <laughs> Network or something, right? Like, yeah, it wasn't. It's it's not some random show you've never heard of. Right. But she's clearly got at least a little bit of experience under her belt, you know, acting and stuff. Um, she is going to be Nia Null. Uh, I don't think that I ever got this info about her being a, like, about, like, the superhero name. Like, it was like, yeah, she's going to be a superhero. Yay, hooray, cool. Um, but I, I don't think I knew that her name as a superhero would be Dreamer. Yeah. Did, so, I didn't know that. Okay. All That's right. New. Well, so look at you, Mr. Know-it-all Bob. Um, <laughs> Mr. Know-it-all Bob has to put these things together sometimes. I read a lot on the shitter. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Explains everything. So, Nura Nal is the name of Dreamer. Um, I, yeah, I just don't think that I knew anything about that. I also, I don't know where the trans bit comes into play. I, I honestly and I can say this I was glad I, I not that I'm worried about it but a lot of times when they do these kind of almost when it feels agenda driven like hey look at this big like, arrows big yeah. arrows big arrows like it, yeah. trans trans yeah. yeah exactly and that's what I was worried about going into the season was between the red sun story and all the issues we have with Russia right now yeah. and then the transgender character getting introduced I was worried that it was going to be look at me, look at me type storytelling. If you did not know, if you didn't read the news, if you didn't like, you know, learn her name and go, oh, Nicole Maines, who is that? You would never know. Yeah, we could no. be breaking it to people right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, if you didn't know, if you don't read the news in between seasons, um, Nicole Maines is a trans actress. Um, not that it's, you know important or anyone's business but i believe that she's like fully transitioned um and that's that's great she's she's doing her thing she's making a uh, a career for herself in acting and um i don't know where the trans thing is going to come into play as far as her character and as far as dreamer the superhero that she will become um but i got to say i'm I feel almost silly about worrying that they were just going to be like, look at this trans person, trans, 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 and like make that be her identity because they've never done that with someone before. Even with Alex, when she came out as gay, you know, it was like, hey, here's a story arc that's relevant to my character. And since then, that's it. They talk about dating. And, and when she, you know, addresses it, this this episode, she's like, I haven't met a woman I'm not serious with yet. But like, just talking like normal. They don't assign a gender identity or like sexual orientation to, I don't know, like they don't make that someone's whole identity. And I 
I do honestly feel kind of silly for being concerned about that after watching this first episode. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really think about it because also I forgot that that was nothing <laughs> because honestly, they're just treating it like it should. Like we have accepted that there are transgender and gay people in the world and they're treating it just normal. And that's how the world should be. They shouldn't be calling it out like crazy. So obviously I wasn't worried at all. And I, yeah. I think my concern was just because of the press that was behind it when it was first announced. Oh, because it, everyone is like, oh, my God. But I mean, when you're also thinking about it, they're all saying like Nicole Maines is the is going to be playing TV's first transgender superhero. So they're put they're reporting on it in like a positive light. Like oh, this yeah. is becoming more accepted in the world. And we think this is great. So, yeah, there was a lot of press on it because it's an awesome thing because it's showing that we as society, hopefully, are becoming more accepting of the LGBT community. Also, I mean, I got to say, whether or not, you know, they presented it in a positive way or whether they're like the reporter's opinion of it is positive, no matter what anyone's opinion of it is it's a big deal um and for every human being out there that went i'm i'm not okay with physically how i am who who i appear to be to others that's not how i feel on the inside i want to change it um it's a big deal to see someone who went through that same struggle went through that process which is expensive and they require They require psychological evaluations every step of the way. You, it, it is a long journey just to get approved for um, hormone therapy. Mm-hmm. It takes yeah. so long and they put you through this grueling process of, are you sure? Are you really sure? Are you really, really sure that this is what you want? Like positive. Sure. Like 100%. Okay. Like it's, it's. It's a process and it takes commitment. Um, so let me ask you guys this because Supergirl ratings aren't what they should be. You know, they're, it was like only one, like 1.5 million watched this, uh, this, this premiere. Damn. Do you think hmm. they rush her character to be on TV? Because. You know, we we always like the slow play. At least I do when it comes to this stuff that, you know, we find out that she's a superhero and we wait for the reveal. Do you think they hurry it up based on the fact that the ratings aren't there really to sustain the show like they were? How do you mean that? Like from from this point, knowing that the ratings for this premiere were low, you think well, they hurry just, from just, there? Just, just even like before, we weren't doing very good in the ratings. We were always like 1.7, 1.8 million, you know, and at one time it was three to four million people watching. And when when did the dip happen? Last season? Last season. Yeah. When they when they fired Kreisberg? Uh, yeah. And then part of Mopey Supergirl. Yeah, and so I always like I I want them to be able to slow play it, and and I think that was another like kind of concern coming into the episode was I didn't want everything thrown in my face right away. Like this is what happened, and they they did it well. Again, if we, if we didn't follow the show, we wouldn't know. We just yeah. think that she's another awkward 
Kara like character that's come in and you know we have that cat grant Kara 2.0 you know relationship going on and building there I think they can still slow play it like normal I think I think that they were pushing with the press because hey here's this big new exciting thing and here's maybe a whole entire viewership that we want to welcome in you know we've already gotten support from the LGBT community um thanks to um Alex and Maggie and and all of that you know what i mean we've got um we address all these things about race and immigration and stuff like that you know there's all sorts of people that we want to kind of welcome into this fandom here and now they're going a step further and they they've brought in a transgender character and that's a big deal and that's a that's a whole other um whether anyone thinks it's agenda driven or not that's a whole subsection of the country that may tune in just because like holy shit this person went through what i went through they made a name for themselves doing something you know like she earned this role and yeah okay it was written for a transgender person i I believe if that's what i'm to be taking away from like first transgender superhero um as opposed to just like first transgender actress to play a superhero yeah the wording implies that Dreamer will be transgender and there will be a story arc relating to that. Um, so I think maybe some of the press and 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 the um, the rush to announce the character, that may have been a part of it. You know, like, hey, 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 come on, please watch this show because we're doing this thing that we're proud of and, you know, we think it'll it'll bring more people in um, if we if we tell them about it before the season starts so they can get into it at the beginning. Um, so I, I kind of agree with you on that. I think that maybe that's a thing, but beyond that, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I was really worried about some stuff. And after watching this episode, it feels like they know how to handle it yeah. still. And like I said, if uh, we didn't know, we wouldn't know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So so we did get the introduction and, what did you think about the two? Like I, it made me pine for season one. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Um, it was actually really adorable and ironic. Um, <laughs> when Kara said, oh my God, you're me. Not two seconds before she said that line, Steve was like, you're Kara. Yeah. And like he, he pretty much called exactly what she said because it was totally like Kara at the beginning of this entire series. Yeah. You are green. So and it was like, adorable. Yeah. Just wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to tackle everything, mm-hmm. but a little a little uh, shaken because everything kind of went wrong a little bit and you just want to make a good impression and you just, um, it, it might be cold now, I don't know, but okay. And, and late. Yeah. And late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of it. It was absolutely Kara and- She's turned into her own version of Kat in a way. She's mentoring. She's confident and successful and doing what she loves. And she has she has worked her way up that ladder. And yeah, she's friends with the people at the top. But they're not just handing her things that she's not capable of doing. So, um, yeah, she's... I, I like... This new Kara this season. I, I, I like her being a mentor to someone else. I miss Catco. I miss Catco. I miss like Same. Catco, Catco. 
not yeah. El Corp Cat Co. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what I mean. Like even I'm being around cat. about around the newsroom was just a lot better than I liked being around DEO. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah it got a little. Um, I, I like some DEO, but I also really like the the civilian life and how do you make a difference in the world while you're not in the costume. That's a huge part of of Supergirl and who she is. She wants to make a difference all the way around and help the people in her life and inspire others. And that's not exclusive to her having the costume on. So, I yeah, I missed it. I I I'm, I want more Catco. I'm excited to have that back. Me too. Um, it's probably my favorite part of the episode. Yes, the yeah, cat, the Catco stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the DEO, though. Um, I am struggling. I am struggling with the DEO portion. Um, I love Alex. She's great. I think she's a, a great leader, probably a phenomenal director. Um, I miss Wynn. And they literally address it in the episode. But holy shit, no, you're not Wynn. Brainy, you are not Wynn. And I do not love you the same way. Mm-mm. Nope. I was not feeling it. I miss Wynn. I want Wynn back. I kind of wonder if they made him intentionally like a little bit more abrasive than he has been um, to kind of make us feel like Alex and and to address us missing Wynn. Um, You know? Probably. Yeah, they probably did it um, just so that you you really know how different it is without Wynn and trying to have someone that's sort of stepping into his role instead. Yeah. And it's not working. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I um, I think it would have been a little bit more of a shock if they had just played it off like, Brainy's just a perfect fit and this is it now and no more win and you're going to like it. Um, because he is an abrasive character and he is, he doesn't have that same finesse. He doesn't have that same level of humor. He's He has his funny moments and he's uh, like a fine character on his own, but God, is it hard to replace Wynn. Yeah, it really is. He has been a staple of the show since episode one. He's, you know, so core to Supergirl's character in this show. It's sad for him to be gone. Okay. Pop quiz for both of you. Yeah. Who are you going to miss more? Monel or Wynn? Wynn. Actually, mm-hmm. Wynn. I know you both are all about <laughs> both of them characters, and they're both on reduced roles this season. Yeah, just bullshit. They, <laughs> means they have something else to do. <clears throat> Monel's great. I love him as a character. Um, but Wynn, I think, has had a stronger presence overall, and it leaves more of a hole because he's literally been basically, you know. Not in a reductive way, but like a sidekick to Supergirl and her operations this whole time. Three full seasons. And, uh, yeah, it's a bummer. So, Mm -hmm. when they cast Brainiac, they said a love interest for Supergirl. Yeah. Do you guys see that happening at all? No. Not right now, no. Not a little bit. Mm Mm-mm. I, I I still keep looking for that because we've covered the damn story, um, and now that you know they're alone or not, you know 
Monel's not around. Yeah. I keep looking for sparks or something if they're ever going to go that direction, but I pretty much think that's been like ditched. Yeah. Right now, with the way the two characters are, it would be way too forced. Like, there's no chemistry between them at all right now. No so, chemistry with him and anyone else. Yeah. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> uh, there's zero chemistry with literally anyone and Brainy. So, <laughs> he ain't fucking anybody soon. Anybody, not anytime soon. Anytime soon. <laughs> I don't think he gives a shit. So, whatever. No. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I gotta believe that that idea has been canned and has stayed canned for a while. Um, I kind of hope so. <laughs> yeah, I really hope so. But I, I honestly, because if you if you think about some of the comics, um, where Brainy and Supergirl like had a little fling or they flirted or whatever, you know, and they kissed and um, he acted different. He was much more like, like if. I don't know. His character appeared kind of more like Beast Boy, you know, like young and kind of like, um, like obviously like not human and he's green and whatever else, but um, kind of still charming looking and and like scruffy in his own little way, but like put together <laughs> still. Um, and his attitude is very much kind of uptight, but he's still young and has moments of vulnerability and and kind of um shyness or embarrassment when he doesn't know something or when he or like i i don't know like he he has these moments of vulnerability and it just doesn't feel like brainiac in this show has any vulnerability or any like capability of it he's just always like okay fine yeah sure no i've already accounted for that okay mhm like eh, he's not likable no I do like they got rid of the skin, though. Yeah, oh, thank God. But I I'm mean, sure he likes it, too, the yeah, actor. Yeah. But we knew that was coming, yeah. too, you know. Um, after last season's end, we knew he was going to be like, oh, yeah, I got this little, like, image thing, and here we go. And now, apparently, all the aliens are using it in the world. Um, Gotta make a buck. Yeah. But just, like, I, I kind of hope that this whole struggle with Alex and Brainy is them directly addressing it so that the fans aren't so shell-shocked like wow i hate this where is when where is my comedic relief and my you know easy breezy smooth little character um i i'm hoping that he actually learns how to be more fluid be more flexible be more like understanding of tone and context um and that situation with Alex and Brainy resolves as he grows as a character to become a little more casual, but you know, still, still less brainy. calculated, a little, just a little less abrasive and stoic and stiff and just, <laughs> just like that too. Yeah, he's kind of a bummer to watch. Um, there's little, there's good little moments, but more than anything, it's just frustrating. He takes too long to do things, doesn't understand tone, can't read a room um i think we all have friends like that oh boy <laughs> wow yep yeah um, actually <laughs> but if if it is if it is this abrasive for the sake of character development and um trying to ease us into or trying to give us any sort of connection to a character that we've had no reason to really have a connection to 
until now. Okay, great. Let's let's get into this little storyline then. Um, but yeah, if they if they had just dived into like they had brought us into it like, hey, this is totally fine. This is normal. Everyone's working together great, and this is just brainy. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. Oh God, brainy! You did that so much faster, and win yeah. so much better. I would have been bummed. Mm. So I think this way. <laughs> I think this way maybe that we would can, have shit on win. Yeah, for real. I don't know. Maybe we can learn to love him. Maybe like you know he'll develop as a character, kind of ease up, and we can. Well, they got to create some kind of drama in the DEO, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. With that, let's take a break, and when we come back, we will talk about some other aliens. More alien stuff. More aliens. I'm right back. I didn't have music ready for that, so my bad. Okay. All right. Then <laughs> we are back, and uh, let's talk about... It's my first time. <laughs> you say that every time or what? Whatever. Huh. Hmm. It works the first time every time. <laughs> That's true. Um, so let's talk about Hank. Um, Jean. I don't, I don't like calling him Hank anymore. I can't get it out of my head. It'll be 10 years from now. I'll still be like, you mean Hank? Hank Henshaw? Um, John. John has moved on. He's no longer the director. He is um, taking kind of like a pacifist role in the world. You know, he's trying to um, be more active and engaged in the alien community. And uh, he's going to like alien meetings i guess like support groups um at first i was like is that an alien aa yeah i shouldn't have that at the bar right (laughs) but no i mean it's um that's that's cool that's fine i like that i um i like that he's still he's living his life but he he cannot help but help people he likes to help people he likes to be involved and that is um that's a great way of doing it for sean is being involved with other aliens who are having a harder time integrating. Especially because he's been on Earth for a long time and he's been a black man for a long time. And, you know, even when he was, even before more aliens started showing up, there's racism in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. So do you like this new role? That goes to both of you. I think it's fine. Yeah. Do I love it? No, but is I'm it waiting okay? to see where it goes. I, I just didn't. I don't know if I liked his like passive stance on some of the things, like when it's like I can't help you. You know, there, I where you always want him to step up because I've always looked at him as a, the father type. Yeah. Of the show, we have him mm-hmm. on all the shows. So whether it's like you know, we look at that one character as like the dad of the thing that stands up for everybody and does stuff. And there was just some passive times that I just didn't expect. I was like, "Wow, what kind of cookies and shit did you eat that your 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 view on the world is kind of changed?" Yeah, I think it's going to have to come to a bit of a head um, later on because there's going to come a point where she's going to need the help of Martian Manhunter, and if you don't step up, you're doing more harm than good. And I know you want to be this pacifist and to inspire and protect in your own peaceful way. But, yeah, there's there's going to come a time. And I think it's going to cause some conflict between them. Um, they've already had their own disagreement, you know, differing 
views. Kara wanting to stay hopeful so bad that she just didn't want to look at something that was there. But to be fair, at the same time, like, Jean bringing up, like, hey, I think this was a hate crime. Or, like, maybe that had something to do with it. Um, It did seem far-fetched, that that first one, the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, It did totally seem far-fetched that that was a hate crime. Because they stole from his lab, like... It was a doctor, like targeted crime. It that wasn't. He could only get in by his his little oh, tusks. Oh, yeah. So. And then the guy was clearly an asshole. So he was like, oh, "I don't want you to be lopsided. Let me cut your other one off too." So like. It wasn't like fuck you, alien. Yeah. Oops. So it was they. They handled that well for the episode. Um. Because I I I think I would have been like okay. Yeah, yes, yes. That's nice. Run along now about that too, right? Like Yeah. It seemed mm, like I don't know, like it didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, it was it weirded me out at the beginning and that was one of the like kind of the red flags that went up early in the episode for me as far as it went. I was like, why is he acting like this? Like, you know, we had evidence. They came with weaponry that took out Supergirl. They had a plan. Why is he acting this way? Like Something's up here. I don't like this. They sort of hold our hand through some stuff in this show and in this episode. And in a not in a bad way, um, because they lead us through like, yeah, man, why is John being like this? You know what I mean? Like, it's not a hate crime. Like, I know you're very involved with this alien movement stuff and that's very good. But, you know, it's just not everything's a hate crime. But then... Alex and Kara talking about it and Alex saying, yeah, but John's not like that. He's not an alarmist. He's not just like, that's probably a hate crime. Um, If he's trying to tell you something, you might want to take a look at it. There might be something more there that he hasn't showed you or you just haven't seen. Um, And in that moment, I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, huh? Oh, he right. He is pretty level-headed, isn't he? He does look at all the facts before jumping to a conclusion, doesn't he? He's usually the one that Kara and Alex have to convince, like, no, this is really a problem. You need to look at this. Please take it into consideration. Like, oh, yeah. Huh. And lo and behold, he was right. So (laughs) here we are. What what do you think about bringing up the anti-alien movement storyline again? Um, mm. it, they're handling it in a very specific way. Um, they are handling it in a nationalist sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing about Supergirl is that they tackle things that are relevant to the social climate and they're not afraid to choose a side, whether you agree with that side fully or at all, um, or not is it picks a side. They don't, there's no cop-outs. You know, they, there's a clear vision for this superhero and what she represents and what she believes in and they stick with it for the show. Um, And every single time these new villains, these new characters said, I love my country and, uh, you know, 
use roach as a slur, which reminded me of Black Mirror. Because <laughs> um, if you haven't seen that, there's definitely an episode where people of a different class are referred to as roaches in an episode. And it's uh, it's it's a pretty, pretty eye-opening and sad and uh, good episode. But... I don't know this this every single time they're definitely doing it from like a yes America America first no one else is important if you're suffering and you're you know your home is just ruined and has gone up in flames and you need a place to go we'll screw you get the hell out of our country it's us first like it's it's an actual thing yeah and it's a real thing that people think and act like um and it's kind of disgusting because, yeah, absolutely, a country should take care of its own people before it starts trying to dip its fingers into everyone else's problems. But at the same time, you shouldn't forsake everyone else only for your needs. There's a balance to be had. Um, yeah, so I... I have a strong opinion on this one. I, I, <laughs> I, I appreciate that they're handling this, um, that, they're, that they're telling this story. Um, how I feel about how the storyline goes and how much I like it as a storyline, we'll see it as that progresses. But I'm impressed that they're tackling, you know, nationalism at that sort of level. They're like, these people are talking about bombing and and shooting these aliens because they just exist in their communities. And it's disgusting that that's actually a thing that happens in this world. So I don't know. I I like that they're doing it. We'll see what happens. Um, It's not... The the girl show isn't all just fluff and boyfriend drama. And I think I like to sleep with girls. Like, that's not... Like, not that that's fluff either, but like, you know, that could be spun in a particular way in certain, certain, like, reporting outlets or something, you know? It's like, it's... This show tackles issues in a way that the male-led shows are scared to. So, I don't know. I like it. Um, I think Jean needs to kind of step it up a little bit, though, later on. He's he's going to have to find a balance as well and not just be a pacifist because he's one of the strongest superheroes in the world. So, um, please help out. <laughs> Do your part. We please, need you. Please and thank you. Um, what did you guys think about Agent Liberty, though? That that's the first like that's the new like big thing that we saw. I I just thought it was the, the typical. Well, we see very little of it. Um, I I, I want to say I read something that Dan Jerkins didn't like this at all. Really? Because I think Agent Liberty's his character. Um. Okay. Yeah, and he didn't like the way it was portrayed. Ooh. never good when the creator doesn't like it yeah but i guess you don't really like if you make something do you really want it to be like an extremist kind of villain like that okay but to be fair i think wasn't agent liberty an actual like hero that turned yeah like i don't know like he was he was a superhero and he worked for the government question mark um but yeah i mean 
I don't know. I haven't really read stuff with Agent Liberty. I'm only familiar in name, mostly from sorting comic books. <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't really know the character. Um, he's from the '90s, and uh, to my knowledge, he was a hero. Okay. I I don't. I mean. It's not a name that I was like, okay, this is who I really want to see. But I guess, I mean, it's hard to come down from world killers. You know, yeah. like, where do you go from world killers? It's got to be something kind of of this caliber, you know, something on a um, social level. Not... Not every villain can be, I'm going to tear the world apart. There will be chasms all over and we're going to kill everyone. Like, I, I feel like this is kind of an expected. Yeah, Dan Jurgen said, Agent Liberty was and is not a whack job. <laughs> and so I guess, uh, you know, congratulations on your discovery of one dimensional writing to the TV writers. I mean, we haven't seen anything yet, though, either. I, that was just based on the description of Agent Liberty. Oh, that was based on the description? Yeah, that the CW sent out. Before this episode? I believe so, yeah. Okay. So. Um, huh. Well, the um, article that was linked in our, in our notes over here, it does go into um, who, what he's like in the comics version, and he is an ex-CIA agent who becomes disenchanted with the government. He joins the Sons of Liberty, and their work was supposed to be to overturn the government and that brings him into conflict with Superman. So, um, according to this article, they, the CW version or Supergirl's version is going to be drastically different. But kind of, I mean, it, you could see the storyline getting set there if they yeah. kind of follow it along. Cause if he's overthrowing the government, exposing the president as an alien yeah. mm-hmm. would be part of overthrowing be a huge the part regime. Of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was a part of uh, Justice League International. Um, he worked with the like with the Justice League against the villain Brainiac. Um, yeah, he, he like he leaves the group because they ask him to assassinate a politician. In yeah, the comics. and uh, and he helps bring down the Sons of Liberty once they got to that point by sending Clark Kent information so he leaked information to the reporter clark kent and um brought down the sons of liberty so i uh, yeah i feel like this guy is a vigilante who wanted to overthrow all the bad things that the government did not kill all aliens and maybe maybe that's not a part of his plan Maybe these crazy lunatics are a means to an end for someone who I I don't know. Do, I I'm I'm trying to see some sort of Do you see do, do you think that this is the big bad or is this like the first 6 episodes and then we'll move on? I think this is the big bad probably. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it or yet. at least first half of the season's big bad. Cuz I Yeah. I, I really think we're going to, I, I want to see the Red Sun conflict, so. Oh, God, I forgot about that. The Red Red Sun Supergirl is big bad. 
That is, right. that is the big bad for that's, the That's what I'm Duh. thinking. <laughs> this, is, this is the first... Yeah, I, I forgot about it for a second. <laughs> this is this is like first half of the season big bad. That like we... Like that's the villain for that. And we focus mostly on this. And then by the time we get to mid-season finale, we get a little bit more of, of like... We, we've learned more about Red Sun Supergirl. Um, we're finding out more about that. And then we're going to move straight into that like... With the mid-season sort of area of of the season, yeah, the red sun yeah. thing was such uh, like last twenty seconds. I forgot it was even a thing for this year. Honestly, I did too. Same. And then yeah, I was and like, like, oh yeah, that's a thing. That's right. I was like, that I'm like that train's gonna fall. She really didn't save them people. <laughs> that's when they went oh, to the train again. I was like, oh, oh, like, I forgot. Oh, she just left that, it there. That's the thing. <laughs> just frozen. Sorry, you guys are stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you guys are done. Bye. Honestly, um. God, last thing about uh, Agent Liberty. I am not surprised that Dan Jurgens was pissed. Um, I, I'm curious to know what his opinion of this is now after having watched this first episode. If he, you know, looked at any scenes that he was in or something. But I'd be pissed too if they totally took my character and bastardized it. Yeah. So yeah, I can sucks. understand why. Um, his mask kind of reminded me of a modern-ish version of one of the enemies in, like, Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Yeah? Like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Very George Washington-y looking, like, face sculpt. But kind of, like, dulled down, not a lot of detail. I don't know. Okay. So, we had one last thing kind of hanging over the the series and like looming in the distance um and that was James being outed as guardian and then just taking full acceptance of it and you know announcing like hey I'm guardian that's me yeah he went tony stark on it hey yeah yeah he did um <laughs> just the way you said it just, hey. just like hey yeah that's me yeah, yeah. it's me it me um <laughs> Well, he was. He was so fucking casual about it. He really was. He's like, he was just like, I'm oh yeah, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so there's been an ongoing thing with the DA. Um, they were potentially going to be pressing charges against him. Um, and Lena's trying to get involved to help him because obviously, and he's <laughs> trying to protect her by keeping her out of it. Because, you know, I don't want you to look bad pulling strings or, you know, maybe offering some bribes or like, you know what I mean? Like you, your brother was a bad person. Your mom was a bad person. They're both in prison. So like, don't let, don't give yourself anything for people to pick apart and be like, oh, she's just as shady as them. Um, They, so she, she managed to do that. She used her mom. Um, Her mom now knows, and I feel like she's thinking, like, that's just one more step. That's one more drop in the cup towards becoming a full-fledged Luther. That's that's the impression I got. That's a Luther quality right there. She seemed impressed and, like, happy. And she was like, hmm, you took my king, but this is fine. I don't know. Yeah, uh, the cliche of check, flipping it over and. Uh, one uh, yeah, that was super cliche. Yes, big time. One thing I did, I could feel the tension between Kara and 
and when they walked (laughs) in the room. I was like, oh, oh, shit, I forgot about this part, too. So she absolutely does not know. Lena is not quite smart enough. (laughs) She doesn't know. Because that's not, like, the, the hugs that she gave her and stuff like that when she was excited to see her, that's not... She wouldn't bother, I don't think, to pretend that hard. Yeah. I just it caught me off guard. I was like, "Oh shit, this is still a thing." Let's see how this plays out. I forgot until then, but she glared daggers at her. She was pissed that Supergirl showed up. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she uh, she got the DA to drop the charges. Uh, James Olsen will not be indicted. Blah blah blah. Um, Unless he goes out as guardian again, I think it they had said right. So that kind of put him in a hard place. He got his small victory at first Uh because they were just like, we're not going to, you know, he won't be indicted. Hooray. And then later on was when we hear that he is like, if he picks up the mantle again, toast. Um, You can be arrested. So I thought that this was all wrapped up. In the, during like that first little news broadcast, and it was like he's not going to be arrested. Everyone knows he's guardian. Hooray! Like that's it. That's the end of this conflict. And then when we get to the other part, and he's with Lena, and they're like, "Oh yeah, but if he if he starts if he resumes activity, he will be arrested and charged immediately." Um, that's that's going to cause some shit in this show. Like it's going to be a whole other storyline again. Um, and also kind of, why is it fair that Supergirl gets to work with the government? Yeah. You, you want like some kind of him getting hired by DEO yeah, or like, some free pass. Fine. Like why can't he then be approved by the DEO and like, you know, work with them and maybe the difference is simply that Kara's an alien and extra normal and they need an alien to help them fight aliens or capture them or deal whatever. Like, maybe that's what the difference is. But, like, he has helped them. He's he, I know. clearly a hero. He doesn't use guns. Like, he uses a shield. He does not use guns or lethal weapons at all. He doesn't even use, like, daggers or knives or arrows. Like, he uses a a shield. He uses, like... fucking Captain America. (laughs) Yeah. Basically. He's a fucking Boy Scout. (laughs) Does the mob boss, because knowing that this is a Luther thing, Guardian is fucking a Luther... You think that that mob family comes back and does something to Guardians or tries to attack Jimmy now? Which mob family? The mob family that they turned in with the tape. The one for the, the Rico charges. Um, I don't know. Because you know, connecting they don't the have, dots. They don't have, I mean, maybe, but like they don't have a specific source for that info. I know. It just seemed convenient that I'm in bed with the Luther family. The Luther family has all this info on me. This guy's getting charged, fucking the Luther. He gets off, I get charged. Just seems like clinky dink. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that might be a stretch. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'd have to see how it plays out. There's no way he's hanging up, though. No. No. Dear God, no. So when do they... Stubborn. When do they fight about this? 
since everything's built on lies. Oh boy. <laughs> Mid season finale. <laughs> the, the same Ooh. questions we ask all, it, it seems like every season. When is she going to find out that it's Supergirl? And uh, when, when, when are they going to find out they're lying to each other? Yeah. The staples of Supergirl. Hey. At least there's not as many secrets and they're not as terrible for the most part as like some of the other shows. There's w- There's been some bad ones yeah. in the other shows in the past. I, I wouldn't be mad if like one of you went behind my back to free me. Also, I just yeah. would have told him right then and there. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would have done the same thing. When he got the good news, I would have been like, yeah, I didn't. I never thought that you couldn't handle it. But also don't be mad. <laughs> he probably would have been mad, though, because he wanted to handle it. And he told her straight up, let me handle it. Oh. Because, you know, pride. <laughs> yeah, and he definitely would have been mad. Pride ends yeah. up in jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, but I think he could have respected. He would have been mad, but he could have respected. Like he would have got I over couldn't, it. I couldn't risk you going to jail. Mm-hmm. All of my relationships have just gone to shit. You know, I I don't have contact with my brother because he's a psycho, um, <laughs> and he is in jail. Uh, my mother is in jail, also a psycho, but you know, still my mother. Um, I could not lose you to jail as well. Like I think he would have respected that. So I would not have been upset. No, nope. me neither. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Awesome. All right. Let's talk final overall thoughts on this episode as a whole. Um, Nicole. Um, I don't know. It just felt kind of slow. But it's the first episode. So um, I really liked the introduction. Production, like all the Catco stuff, I really liked it with Nia and um, her interaction with Kara. Um, and it's interesting. It's something like this whole new dynamic where, you know, John is no longer part of the DEO and um, Alex has taken over. It's all taking some getting used to. So I am hopeful for this season. But, I mean, it was just kind of a, okay, I'm ready for next week now. That's kind of how it just ended for me. Bob? I can't agree more. It was just a blah-type episode. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that excited me to be like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for this season. Um, It was just a typical Supergirl episode. And there's times when I expect, like, the world of these shows. Season premiere, mid-season finale, mid-season premiere, finale. Those are the only four episodes, like, and crossover. I'll throw the crossovers in there now. Those are the only episodes that I expect to just absolutely, like, blow me out of the water. And this one didn't do it for me. Um, I see the potential in the storylines, but I'm not excited about any of them. Yeah. It was a little bit lackluster. I, um, I kind of agree. I I don't think I was disappointed by anything other than a lack of win. But, you know, yeah. we, we knew that that was a thing. That wasn't a surprise to me. Um, it was, it wasn't a bad episode by any means. None of the storylines are bad by any means. I'm looking forward to a very serious and, and 
socially, politically charged main storyline right now. Yeah. Um, Because it's going to get gritty and it's going to get to a point where Supergirl's really going to have to be like, she's going to get some backlash from, from like the world, I think too, or from the country, especially after the president being outed and they'd be like, everything we knew was a lie. Aliens are terrible and deceptive. Um, I am looking forward to how that plays out. I like that. Um, I like the agent Liberty thing. Like I like the whole like nationalist, like thing. I'm bummed that they took a hero and turned him into a fucking psycho. Um, I I don't know. Nothing else really lit a fire under my ass this episode, though. Yeah. I'm not... I, I know they had a lot to do, a lot to set up, a lot to kind of just... Oh, okay, here's where we're at. Last season was crazy. We had to deal with a lot of things. There's a lot of changes this season. Dip our toe in. Let's ease into it. We're going to give you everything, but we're not going to, like, make it crazy. Um, I like Nia so far as a character and I like yeah. that, that relationship. I like how much more cat co is there, how much more of Kara's, you know, uh, professional and social life. Um, so I'm looking forward to, I think the cat co stuff and the actual like agents of, or like agent Liberty thing. Um, beyond that, I kind of could give a rat's ass. Um, but I hope that they change my mind. And I'm sure that they will. You know, whatever. It's the first episode. Um, it wasn't a big blockbuster premiere because we didn't leave off on um, a world an island appearing. exploding. Yeah. Let's say, you know, <laughs> we didn't come back going, who's not dead? Like, yeah, um, we, we didn't have a flashpoint. We didn't have an island exploding. Yeah. We didn't have a tease of a world killer coming. We didn't have Superman coming. Yeah. They I mean, defeated you- the enemy and they are gone. So now it's a. Nice, calm start, and Supergirl's happy and okay. So um, I'm glad to see Kara so hopeful, so healed, so good and fresh. Mm-hmm. So, so Supergirl. Like so Supergirl. Yeah. So, so Supergirl. <laughs> so that's that's a huge thing for me. Um, I don't know. We'll see how next week goes. I'm, I'm by no means disappointed. Um, I wouldn't be upset about a little more pizzazz, a little more razzle-dazzle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. Even, I'm glad. E- even back, if it's though. just more of the beginning, because I, what do you, it, mean? you know, where she's flying around the world saving everybody. Yeah. You know, you don't need a hero of the week if she's stopping trains and doing all kinds of cool shit. Or a villain of the week. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Just give us the old razzle dazzle, guys. Yeah. Come on, give it to us. Razzle dazzle. Mm-hmm. Go back to Catco. <laughs> there you go. We'll there buy you go. that. Yes. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, that's going to be it for today's DC on CW Supergirl edition. You can always catch any past and future episodes through the Rayman Digital app. Um, be sure to keep up with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. They are at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW, and at DC underscore on underscore CW, respectively. Um, that is going to do it today. We will catch you next time. We'll see how those episodes come out. People want cuddles!